0: what's going on everybody welcome to another episode of the sports kingdom show i'm your host eric the duke of sports scholar i'm joined by my co-host shelton's very own tyler Pachulki. before we start the show we appreciate you all so much for listening to us be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button wherever you decide to listen to the sports kingdom show so you can stay up to date on the newest episodes of the show also be sure to give us a five star rating and review the show that really helps out as well Don't forget to follow at TSK Show on all social media platforms and follow us as well at The Duke of Sports and at Tyler Pacholke. On this episode of The Sports Kingdom Show, we are back after the Thanksgiving holiday. Tyler and I will discuss the updated TSK Show NFL power rankings. We'll also discuss our biggest surprise and letdown from week 12, and we'll also debut a brand new segment. All this and more on episode 222 of The Sports Kingdom Show. Coming up right now. Welcome you to the sports, Welcome Kingdom Sports, Kingdom of Field Core. Welcome, Welcome to the sports. sports. Welcome to the Sports Kingdom. welcome to the Sports Kingdom. Kingdom. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 222 of the Sports Kingdom Show. I'm your host, Eric, the Duke of Sports Scholar. Joining me, as always, Shelton's very own. Tyler Pacholke, what's up, TP? How are you, man? How was your Thanksgiving?
1: It was good, man. Classic turkey day in the books. Yes. Always an, always an enjoyable uh, time having you know turkey dinner with all your friends.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, I was able to organize a turkey bowl in the morning uh, that obviously Tyler was a part of. Uh, shout out to all the guys that came out there. Uh, Corey, Corey, Spencer, uh, Alan, Rafi. Steven, uh, Woody, Sean, who else? Did I forget anybody? Uh, Apollo. Apollo. Shout out Apollo.
1: Yeah, there was a group There's 12 of us out there, yeah. so
0: I think I got everybody. If I forgot you, I'm sorry, uh, but your presence was appreciated. Uh, the first annual TSK show, Turkey Bowl, was a great success. Tyler and I were actually on opposite teams when I thought we were actually going to end up being on the same team at one point. Um,
1: but it didn't yeah. turn out that way no no it worked out it worked out good yes um it was a, it was a fun it was a fun time to get out there and play football for a long time you know it's it's rare you get a group of people to play some football
0: trust me i was worried i, I was worried we weren't going to have enough people but we ended up making it work six on six no
1: that's perfect six on six is perfect
0: my team did end up winning
1: no it was good it was a good game there was it, a, was, so it much was a close it was a close one
0: it was so much fun
1: everyone was getting a little bit of action it was a good time
0: yeah yeah that was yeah. that was definitely uh really cool to see uh, on both teams how uh we were we were really spreading the love around uh with the passing game so i mean there was really no running game involved no, in this no, turkey no. Ball. <laughs> no running game you don't need that shit no but uh how have you been doing in fantasy football lately tyler
1: on a roll baby okay yeah, at least one of uh, us has been yeah uh i'm uh I, let me let me double check i'm on a five game four game win streak right now
0: in the tsk show league you're on a five game win streak four game four game
1: um let me see yeah four game win streak so i'm eight four i'm second place i'm rejected first place My team's basically done with buys. It's looking good. I'm making a championship run now. Lucky you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, essentially just trying to gear up and hope for no injuries. Yeah, I mean... And and Kyler has been hurt, so to go on these, to win these four games without Kyler, pretty big time.
0: No, that's huge. That's definitely been a nice cushion for you. Yeah, yeah. Me, on the other hand, I'm on a four-game losing streak in the TSK Show League. I went one and two... Uh, overall in my three leagues this past week Uh, i lost in the tsk show to Derek, aka dirty Uh, if i played van jefferson and randall cobb i would have easily won uh they were sitting on my bench with uh both 14 15 points each
1: Van jefferson's a good move right now
0: i know i know uh so i'm now three and nine i just gotta keep trying to play spoiler against uh the remainder of my schedule of what we got two weeks left before the playoffs start this week and next yep yep two games left so i got two more chances to play spoiler and ensure my shot uh at a chance to have the number one overall yeah pick.
1: yeah and every game matters
0: yeah so i mean right now i'm sitting in the the 13th out of 14th overall uh position in the standings so right now i would not have a chance at the number one overall pick uh, but i'm hoping to improve those chances um but it's it's been a a tough year for me in the tsk show league i'm definitely going to be looking to bounce back next year have a strong draft i'm i'm planning on a little spoiler i know it's early but i'm, yeah. I'm planning on only having one keeper um, no
1: I, I think uh this year's you know it's it's been now we, this is going to be year five you know it's so the fifth time and now this will be the fourth time everyone's like kind of done the keeper scenario so i think people have kind of you know seen the pluses and minuses to keeping keeping some not keeping some definitely so uh it'll be interesting to see everybody's strategy I think most years we have everybody keep two this year I think it's gonna be very uh kind of spread out with one keeper two keeper zero keeper.
0: I think there's gonna be a few people that don't keep anybody
1: I think I, I I think we're gonna have at least two or three people
0: um real quick uh I did make a trade in another league before the trade deadline this week uh on Friday is, is the trade deadline just for every football like fantasy football league on espn or can like team like leagues not have i'm not sure you run the like you, settings you of can the league. you can um you can turn it off
1: yeah you you control when it is so like oh okay also i've always you know i've also thought about aligning it with the real life trade deadline but interesting um, the uh the the default is december 3rd
0: right okay so that league uh that i'm in our default trade deadline was uh this coming friday so december 3rd so i made a trade i'm four and eight in that league so i'm tied with three other guys uh at four and eight but i still have a chance at the playoffs i'm currently in seventh out of ten and we got six guys that make the playoffs uh but i traded jerry judy deandre hopkins and saquon barkley i know some pretty big names for Amari Cooper, Jalen Waddell, Rashad Bateman, and Daryl Williams, uh, this w- this trade was with the number one overall uh, seed in the league. So, I mean, he was, I mean, he's looking to bolster his roster for the playoff run, like himself, and then I'm also just, like, I have some guys that haven't played for a couple weeks or are coming off injury, and they have big, like, big, like, star potential But I'm trading for a little bit more consistent players, maybe some guys on the rise here that have had some good weeks over the past couple of weeks, like Jalen Waddle. Waddle's a stud. Waddle's a stud. Yeah. So I mean, this week I'm when you trade
1: that much talent, it's it's a little safer bet. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, But this week I play another four and eight team that I'm tied with. He's actually the sixth seed, so he's in the playoffs technically. Um, But he's on a seven game losing streak, and I'm on uh, a two game win streak. So we'll see we'll see what happens my my playoff chances are still alive i'm in running league. i'm
1: running for this back-to-back right now i'm trying to get that chip baby
0: <laughs> you want your name on that trophy again
1: that oh yeah that that 2000 2001 Shaq and kobe style bringing back the whole team
0: yeah yeah all right tyler we got a lot to talk about tonight yeah before you reveal the next edition of the TSK Show NFL Power Rankings, I got to let all the listeners know that this episode of the Sports Kingdom Show is sponsored by J. Diamond Estates. For all of your real estate needs, whether you're buying, selling, or looking to rent here in the Los Angeles area, contact Jacob Diamond at 818-451-8539, or you can check out his website, jdiamondestates.com, DRE number 20
1: I'm just about that action boss. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. That's why we took the damn field. I'm just here so I
0: won't get homie. But they are who we thought they were and we let them off the hook. That's as good an effort as I've ever seen in my life from a running back. Don't you we're talking about me. Wilson. Toward the end zone. The hold is down. The kick clears the line and Greg Zerline sends
1: me Seattle's going to the
0: Super Bowl it's my quarterback all right Tyler we took a week off for the Thanksgiving holiday so that means you've had an extra week for your heart and your brain to play games with you huh. about the TSK show NFL power rankings yep. it's yep. time to reveal them
1: yeah uh, all right so these, uh, these first three teams are, are kind of like sliding as far as, you know, they've lost a couple in a row, not coming off dubs, but I think these teams are still pretty elite in the in the playoff push late this season. So I'm going to start out with number 10, Tennessee Titans. They just kind of sneak in there still in the top 10 purely because I really like Vrabel's ability to coach up this team and just make them competitive. So uh, Tennessee's lost two in a row. Um, Obviously no Henry, no Julio, no... AJ Brown it's it, they're they're decimated with their talent on offense but they still manage to be uh play competitively every week and against good teams then I'm going with Dallas at 7 and 4 they're also on a two game losing streak um but I feel like they're they've got a strong hold on the a- NFC East um and they're going to be a problem in the playoffs just because of their you know their offensive talents uh and you know the their their defense has stepped up this year with the rookie Micah Parsons yes there we go nailed it (laughs) uh at number eight i got the los angeles rams seven and four they are on a three game skid since acquiring obj
0: no not since acquiring obj he was acquired
1: so two games yeah but regardless three game skid right now for the rams don't remind me tough tough uh tough go of it but um i mean i believe in mcveigh and stafford uh, the veterans on that team robert woods was a big loss he was you know he's a guy that knows the system and he kind of you know built the system with mcveigh so he he even though you replaced him with an odell who you know kind of matches talent wise odell doesn't know uh the rams like robert woods knew the rams so that that also is hurting them but i look for them to to win more games down the stretch and make a good playoff push and i still think that you know Super Bowl's not out of the question then I'm going number seven the Buffalo Bills uh at seven and four who I think this team's gotta they've gotta have a real gut check this week they see New England they see New England in front of them in the standings uh knowing that this this team should this is their window this is their chance uh to take to take this division uh because they're the better football team I believe but um New England's playing really well and I think Buffalo's sense of urgency needs to be at like an all-time high right now they got to win as many games as possible because New England who is my next team at number six is on a six-game win streak right now um eight and four top of the AFC East going into December I mean it's unreal what belichick has got these guys doing uh, Mac Jones is playing unbelievable for a rookie quarterback so I'm going to kind of pair you know New England hottest team in the league right now. And then Buffalo Buffalo's <laughs> to, for Buffalo to see new England in front of them in the standings. has got to be a gut check. Wake up call to turn this season around.
0: Also got to be deja vu.
1: It, they're supposed to be in the hunt for the AFC. Kansas city got out the gates slow. New England's been that da- new England was supposed to be down. It was supposed to be theirs for the taking. And now all of a sudden um, they're falling back at the rankings um, to the kind of the same old uh, song and dance um now going in at number five i've got baltimore who looks really good really hot um two game win streak eight and three overall uh lamar jackson's playing unbelievable i look for them in that that afc uh north to kind of i feel like they're going to pull away from it this last handful of games this season it's been a really really competitive league so far every single team is 500 or better um but baltimore just seems to uh Lamar seems to have the juice in the passing game and the running game, even though all of their running backs have been hurt. So I like Baltimore moving forward. Number four, we got Arizona, 9-2, and two, uh, the best record in the NFL. Kyler has been out, and they've been able to kind of hold that position in the top, which I think is a, a huge indicator of a really good football team. So to have your best player, an MVP type of player, go down and still hold that number one spot that says a lot about them, and Kyler's coming back. DeAndre is going to come back. This team looks really dangerous in the playoffs moving forward. And then number three was tough. Um, number three was tough. I, I didn't know. Um, I think all three of these teams are really good and my kind of my favorites. But right now I'm going to go with Kansas City Chiefs seven and four. Look like they've they've turned their season around. Four game winning streak coming into this week. Um, you know we're going to get into cold weather, which I think Mahomes plays well in the cold weather arrowhead um home games there they've they've got uh they've got control in the afc west again so uh i look for kansas city to once again kind of be the the gatekeeper of the afc just kind of like we thought although it was sketchy there for a while um we're <laughs> back on it uh, hey
0: a four game win streak i mean they're getting hot at the right time
1: now number two i'm gonna go with green bay um green bay at nine and three i'm going with green bay and 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 eventually, Tampa Bay at number one, just purely because of Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. It's December. It's cold weather football time. Um, playoffs are on the line. Playoff positioning is on the line. Uh, you do not want to give Green Bay or Tampa Bay home field advantage throughout this. It's gonna be it's gonna be uh, fireworks down the road for this NFC, uh, right at the top with with the with the Green Bay's, uh, Tampa's, Arizona and then man those last couple of nfc spots are going to be tight in the playoffs so uh, right now i like green bay their ability their ability to win again in in late december games uh veteran quarterback mvp type quarterback that's that's what you gotta that's what you gotta roll with at this point in the season um and then tampa bay the same they're just a complete football team leonard fournette looked amazing
0: following up Jonathan Taylor's five touchdown performance the week before with four touchdowns of his own.
1: Yeah, no, um so number 1 I got Tampa obviously and they just they just keep becoming more and more of a complete football team every single week. Uh Gronk's back. Godwin's playing well, Mike Evans is getting in it. Um and I can't under understand how well Leonard Fournette looked. He's just pounding the rock. Yeah. Um so I think that the 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 NFC is going to go through Green Bay or Tampa. And whichever team gets home field home field advantage in the playoffs for the NFC, it's going to be a huge advantage.
0: Big time. Big time. All right, well, why don't you run it back real quick?
1: <clears throat> so I'm going to go uh, top to bottom. Tampa, Green Bay, Kansas City, Arizona, Baltimore, the New England, Buffalo, Los Angeles, Rams, Dallas Cowboys, and the Tennessee Titans.
0: All right. So before uh, we talk uh, about some headlines in the NFL in a new segment uh, that we are going to do, Uh, Tyler, let's talk about our biggest surprise and biggest letdown from week 12 in the NFL. I will start with my biggest surprise, and that is the Dolphins dominating the Carolina Panthers, beating them 33-10. And the reason I'm saying it's a surprise is because I wasn't expecting Cam Newton to get benched against the Dolphins and play so poorly but the Dolphins have won four games in a row. So, I mean, the Dolphins are one of the hottest teams in football right now. And Tua had a pretty solid game throwing for 230 yards and one touchdown to Jalen Waddell, who had a monster game, one of the many reasons that I just traded for him. He had nine catches and 100 uh, for 137 yards. Miles Gaskin had 14 carries for only 49 yards, but had two touchdowns. So, he didn't really run the ball a great distance, but... He scored a lot of points, so it worked out for Miles Gaskin and the Dolphins. The Dolphins even blocked a punt and scored a touchdown on the same play, so that's always good when you can get a special teams touchdown. Um, But back to Cam Newton, he ran for the only touchdown the Panthers scored, but he only completed five of 21 passes for 92 yards and threw two interceptions. He was benched for P.J. Walker, who didn't really do any better Completing five of 10 passes for 87 yards and no touchdowns. So the Panthers thought like they had their savior and Cam Newton coming back and the return and we had him in Arizona yelling like I'm back and everything like that and they were all happy about it. But then he comes out and lays an egg and they have to end up benching him. And then on top of that, they lose Christian McCaffrey, who's been officially ruled out for the rest of the season, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But this Panthers season has – Quickly spiraled out of control when they started the season three and zero with Sam Darnold as their starting quarterback. So I mean they they got a lot to think about with this bye coming up this week.
1: Yeah, they started out hot. It's been definitely a lot of ups and downs losing McCaffrey, Hurts, uh Cam. Definitely kind of a back, you know, kind of a reality check type game. These were the kind of numbers he was throwing, you know, throwing up before he left
0: in New England. Yeah.
1: Um. So, uh, you know, I I do. I do you think they're going to struggle the rest of the way it's probably not going yeah. to get any better and as far as cam goes do i think he's going to play that bad no Do i think he's going to play like really really like well like and uh, no i think he'll probably play somewhere in between there and he's going to have limited options to work with on offense so it's just it's not going to predict there i i just don't think they're uh any threat down the stretch and they're probably going to lose a lot of games here
0: it's just crazy to think what's gone on with that franchise since cam newton, cam newton left yeah
1: ron rivera then
0: leaves they, they hire matt rule but then they have all of these quarterback questions they then trade for sam darnold and they think oh okay all right we think we have our guy this guy was like a top draft pick yeah. and he he's shown some promise in new york like he showed some promise to start early in the season here in carolina but then he completely took a nosedive and they had to literally bring in Cam Newton because of all of this.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh what sucks is that they don't have like a young quarterback to go to. PJ Walker is more of a career backup type of guy. Yeah. You know, that He was in the that, XFL. Yeah, you you hired him to be like the backup to come in, you know, play a few games, but he's not a long term he's not a long term fix for them so like sitting cam not or sitting cam or playing him it doesn't really matter you know they don't have like cam's not getting in front of the reps of anybody else so they're probably going to roll with you know cam and pj walker back and forth yeah the rest of the season just you know it's gonna be ugly
0: yeah what about you what was your biggest surprise you
1: know the they they were one of them but i'm also going to go with you know the thanksgiving games uh the raiders okay coming out um just just with the context of everything yeah you know dallas is a really good football team this year on top of that so they beat a good team and and just to lose their coach lose a a wide receiver both in kind of tragic dramatic situations yeah um for them to go out there and, and get a dub on thanksgiving in overtime against a team that is is i would say much better than they are
0: at the top of their division at, right now
1: yeah so uh that was that was the other surprise but the dolphins were were definitely the one i think uh as far as like a, a nice surprise like they came out and they came out and spanked him
0: yeah definitely deshaun uh, jackson also got a touchdown for the raiders on thanksgiving day y- so yep
1: yep. no it was good there there were uh that was a great game for thanksgiving i mean overtime. so definitely uh and then like you know the the disappointing letdown i think it's well, obvious
0: for both of us this week
1: well i'm gonna start i'm gonna start with thanksgiving again oh okay um, i i think that no one likes a sad thanksgiving it, it, it was just it was tough to the lions couldn't get that done oh, yeah it's tough the lions couldn't get their first tub on thanksgiving uh to watch it kind of go down how it went oh. down um and just lose a game that they absolutely had, you know, had a shot oh, was, to win. It was in their hands. That was that was tough.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Um, and then obviously I'm guessing the Seahawks were were a letdown or the
1: Seahawks and then the Chargers. I wish I could see the I wish the Chargers would kind of take that step.
0: Same old Chargers, Tyler. Yeah, same old same, Chargers.
1: Same old Chargers. I mean, you're right. They they should be a top ten team at this point in the season. They should be um so that that was a disappointing loss to see them lose to denver a division foe uh, again they should not be losing but of course the hawks i mean the hawks yeah we i mean we're gonna get into that <laughs> we'll we'll save that i guess
0: yeah we'll save it for the hometown stuff um for me my biggest letdown uh i'll just get this out of the way now because i mean there was no bigger letdown for me uh on sunday than the rams losing to the packers 36 to 28 uh, this is like Tyler mentioned in the power rankings. Three losses in a row now for the Rams. When I was expecting a complete opposite result coming out of the bye week, and I mean they went completely winless in the month of November. So that's never good when you lose for a month straight in the NFL.
1: Wow, I did not, I did not realize that. That's that is tough. That's I mean, to stretch it out time wise to not feel that satisfaction right. of victory over a month that's tough
0: yeah and i mean listen the packers they hit the packers and aaron Rodgers. they looked incredible even on a fractured toe for aaron Rodgers. and i mean we'll talk about that a little later but i mean it's hard like you mentioned in in the power rankings tyler it's hard not to not to imagine the nfc having to go through green bay once again i mean they've been in the nfc championship what back-to-back years
1: seems like every year for about 20 years
0: But, yeah, I mean, listen, the Rams, they they really frustrated me on Sunday. Matthew Stafford has not looked like he did when the Rams were 7-1 and one before they went on this three-game losing streak. And, I mean, yes, it came out before the game that he's been dealing with a back issue as well as an arm and an elbow issue. And, uh, I mean, you could see it impact his passing. He was missing a lot of guys and throwing behind them or just not accurately placing the ball. I can remember specifically multiple throws to Odell Beckham Jr., going behind him or there was one where he overthrew him and odell was able to get like his fingertips on it but just wasn't able to 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 like catch it and make one of those spectacular one-handed odell beckham jr grabs and so i mean it it this these injuries or these bruises i don't, I don't know even what know what you want to call them because there hasn't really been much reporting on them but it's clearly impacting matthew stafford he threw a pick six he was strip sacked um i just you mentioned it in the in the power rankings as well. I just didn't want to step on your toes. They're really feeling the impact of this Robert Woods injury yeah. on offense, and mm-hmm. I mean, he was just such a huge security blanket for this team, and they just it's haven't big, they just haven't looked the same since he went down. And it's Odell, them people are giving
1: it credit for, yeah, because you know Cup has been so successful this year. Odell's a big name,
0: but it's gonna take time for Odell to fill that role. Robert Woods was such an Im- important piece of this offense and sean McVay used him in so many different yeah. ways yeah. that it's just it's been a much no, bigger I mean, impact it's just than people if think.
1: you know if you play team sports there's are there are just guys that are glue people yeah they just make everything everyone's job easier they do their job they're reliable um they're smart uh so i, I really do think that 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 is hurting them a little bit and at the same and in the same breath i also think that you know things in the nfl happen quick two three two three games all of a sudden you feel like you're losing the whole of your season they get one win i think you know one more one win this week and, and you're they better feel, win this and, week and, they're and playing the fucking jaguars and you're feeling good again <laughs> so you know so it's like they it hasn't gotten out of control yet
0: yeah and then i mean on defense i mean i know i'm not the only one frustrated with the the rams defense right now i just their defensive coordinator, Raheem Morris, I, I have no idea what he's doing. He he had David Long on Devontae Adams and had Jalen Ramsey on the complete opposite side of the field, and they're playing all of these zone coverages when it's like you have the top cornerback, arguably the top shutdown cornerback in the league on your team, and you have arguably the top receiver in the league on the other end, on yeah, the other side. Yeah. Like no, They should be matched up against each other. It,
1: it makes sense, doesn't it?
0: You would think. You would think. And it's like the defense the defense has so much talent on it
1: it just all you- depends on what they're trying to do you know but that's what i'm saying they have so much talent on it and they're struggling and it's like talent
0: clearly isn't the issue so if, if no. it's not talent you got to look at who's running the defense
1: yep yep definitely uh are is he putting them in positions to win and exactly you know is the offense putting the defense in good positions and and it's it's a it's a whole thing for the rams right now uh but I do think that the Rams are one of those teams that's kind of just one win away from like bouncing back.
0: Right, and I mean, listen, they have the perfect opportunity to do that against the Jaguars, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, so, I mean, that that's all uh, I I've got to say about my biggest letdown is just I just was expecting a much different team yeah. coming out of the bye. I know they were in Lambeau in the cold. Roger said on Pat McAfee the week, but uh, Pat McAfee show the week before. He wasn't cold the week before when it was snowing, but you can really tell when it's cold when he's wearing a turtleneck. And he was wearing a turtleneck against the Rams. So it's like oh, yeah. you knew it was cold. He had the fractured toe and then he ends up running a touchdown in, getting past Jalen Ramsey. He basically jagged Jalen Ram dragged Jalen Ramsey into the end zone with him. Um it was just it was frustrating. Uh, it was it was terrible. I, I liked having my stress free Sunday the week before with the Rams on bye, and then just to yeah. have a
1: No, nah, I mean that's a tough team to be playing too.
0: Yeah it was tough but all right let's move on we got um i don't know if we want to call it a new segment or what it's it's a working title we might go back to calling it what we used to call it um
1: working title though is just such a classic title (laughs) you know uh
0: but yeah just a little peek behind the curtain there for a second but um we're gonna go uh with our nfl first four downs uh, basically what it is is first down through fourth down like we would any football game. Uh, but it's just the top four headlines of the week and, and what's uh, what's been going on in the NFL. So uh, first up on first down, Tyler, the Dallas Cowboys. We kind of talked about them a little bit uh, just now with your uh, disappointments and uh, in the power rankings. Uh, but they're dealing with a COVID-19 outbreak in their team. Dan Quinn is serving as the interim head coach for tomorrow's Thursday night football game against the New Orleans Saints with their head coach, Mike McCarthy, testing positive for COVID-19. McCarthy is the fourth head coach uh, to miss a game while in the COVID protocols since uh, last season, since the COVID-19 pandemic has uh, been amongst us, uh, I guess you could say. Um, Kevin Stefanski missed the Cleveland Browns playoff game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Cliff Kingsbury of the Arizona Cardinals and Matt Nagy of the Chicago Bears also missed uh, a game this season. Uh, The Cowboys have had at least eight players miss time this season due to COVID-19, including Amari Cooper and Keanu Neal, uh, who are the only two unvaccinated players on the team. Uh, Cooper just returned this week after missing the last two games. Uh, He's also someone I just traded for uh, in my fantasy football league, so we'll see how that turns out. Uh, but in addition to Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys are going to be without four assistant coaches uh, on Thursday night. They're coming off the loss on Thanksgiving to the Raiders in overtime, like we kind of talked about. But what kind of impact do you think this is going to have on the team tomorrow night against the Saints? I mean, missing your head coach, like, yeah, he's been a part of all the virtual meetings and and done as much as he can from being away from the team and since we've been in the pandemic we've we've kind of figured out how to work remotely but that's not the same as being in the building and, and around your guys preparing preparing for a game on a short not a, i guess it's not a short week it's been a full week for them they got two thursday games in a row uh, with the cowboys playing on thanksgiving last week um but what what do you think this is gonna mean for the cowboys this week against the Saints?
1: Yeah, it, it's definitely going to affect them. Like you said, there there is a level of communication that um, that will help them out, you know, uh, as far as meetings and stuff. But definitely not actually physically being in the building hurts your ability to prepare a football team, which is ultimately the head coach's job, is to get them prepared and and have them in a position to win. Uh, come up with a game plan that puts them in a position to win um, so that's going to, so that's going to hurt them. And then, you know, we, we kind of go back to the thing we always talk about with COVID is it's that ec- extra opponent. You're yep. playing your opponent, you're playing COVID-19. So it's just, a, it's an, it's a distraction. It takes away from the focus. Uh, so it's definitely going to be something that is lingering around the locker room. You're going to, you know, you, your whole routine's thrown off. You got a different guy talking to you and Dan Quinn as the head coach. So. um, Luckily, their play callers aren't affected. Dan Quinn, Kellen Moore are going to be there, right? Um, so and it, uh, John not, Fossil or Jim it's, Fassel. It's not that I necessarily think it's they're you know they're doomed for a loss now, but I do believe if like they could easily come out sluggish or just sloppy and and get kind of punched in the mouth early. John Fossil. I think the the first quarter you'll you'll kind of be able to tell.
0: Yeah, and I mean, listen, the only thing the only positive way i can kind of spin uh dan quinn being their head coach for this game and i was kind of just thinking about this as you were you were talking tyler is dan quinn comes from the atlanta the atlanta falcons the cowboys are playing the new orleans saints the new orleans saints have had the same play style for the last what 20 years dan quinn was the head coach in atlanta going up against the falcons two times a year in the nfc south so he's familiar with the saints so i think that can possibly be an advantage for the cowboys having dan quinn coach this specific game
1: yeah 100 that's uh that's good research right there i just did it in my head buddy no no that that's uh that's a good correlation he's definitely going to have a game plan uh and and we're gonna i think taysom hill's getting the rings this week
0: is he really i, I didn't think, know that i
1: think taysom hill may be getting that's that's just that's not one hundred percent confirmed, but I think just from fantasy projections, uh, he's projected like starting quarterback type of numbers.
0: ESPN five hours ago: New Orleans Saints Taysom Hill to make first start at QB this season versus Dallas Cowboys. Sources say,
1: and, and who's to say the sources are? Maybe it's me. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I got the word. That's all I know. Uh, so, but I mean, either way, I think that's a that's a good point. Uh, Dan Quinn will have a good game plan against this. That'll help them out playing a familiar team, um, and 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 they haven't changed up anything. I mean, Sean Payton's been doing the same shit forever. So yeah. All right,
0: second down, Tyler. The new the New England Patriots are the hottest team in mm-hmm. the NFL right now. Yep. We we talked about them a little bit in the the power rankings. They sit atop the AFC East uh, division. Excuse me. Uh, once again, at eight and four, they're on a six game win streak where they are averaging 35.2 points per game and are only giving up 10.5 points per game. So the offense is really doing their job, and the defense has been outstanding over this six game stretch. They've turned the ball over only four times and have forced 17 turnovers by their opponents. Mac Jones has thrown for an average of almost 230 yards per game. And he's thrown nine touchdowns with only two interceptions during this six-game win streak. And, I mean, I think he's making a strong push right now for Offensive Rookie of the Year. And Bill Belichick is reminding everybody of the football savant that he is. They got the Bills on Monday Night Football this week. So, I mean, it's going to be a huge test for Mac Jones with this six-game win streak on the line. The first time they play each other uh, in a divisional matchup this season against the Bills uh this is an important game for for new england
1: it's a huge game for new england an even bigger game for buffalo well yeah um but uh but this is a huge game for new england they're just looking i mean they just look like they're you know in mid-season form it's it makes sense they're they're hitting it in stride they're all kind of clicking they're all playing their role it's classic billichick i mean the the big stat that stood out right there was uh only only given up four turnovers and they've had 17 take for 17 turnovers yeah that's a classic bill belichick you know stat so uh it looks like all that money has been well spent they're they're getting a lot of production out of people i mean kendrick bourne has got a touchdown Jonathan smith and hunter henry hunter henry was on a touchdown spree uh uh matthew judon on the defensive end has had a great year rushing the passer um so you know it's just that it's it's just hilarious to me that Buffalo kind of let. I feel like of all the teams that should be worried about this, it's Buffalo. Yeah, I mean,
0: I said it. I said it kind of like, sneakily they, in the in in the power rankings. You were saying that like it it looks like this, it looks like that, and I was like, yeah, it looks like deja vu.
1: <laughs> yeah, they miss. They're they looks like they're gonna miss their window. I mean, Buffalo is a really good team, but this Patriots team's here now. It's established. It's not gonna go. It's not gonna get worse anytime soon yeah Uh, with mac jones being a young rookie quarterback this team's only going to get better as they grow they're only going to get more and more free agents every year more draft picks um you know they may not be a super bowl contender uh but they're a really dangerous football team right now and absolutely the hottest team in the nfl yep
0: all right moving on to third down tyler christian mccaffrey i said we were going to talk about him later so here we are Christian McCaffrey injured his ankle in the first half of the game against the Dolphins this past weekend. He was placed on season-ending IR and will miss the last five games of the season. He'll miss a total of 10 games this season after missing 13 games last year. Uh, Since signing his four-year $64 million extension with the Panthers, he'll play in a total of 10 of a possible 33 games by the end of this season plain and simple Tyler what should the Panthers do about Christian McCaffrey
1: yeah this is this is unfortunate this is kind of what sucks about the running back position and in in a whole I mean you pay you pay one of these guys and they go down you're I mean it just completely financially cripples you it's easy I feel like to move on you know it's very easy to move
0: on look at what the Rams did with Todd Gurley
1: it's easy to find running back talent um, in the draft in free agency in your own organization. So uh, you know, I think they just have to—they have to move forward um, with CMC's contract, pay him. But essentially, they cannot lean on him anymore. They need to go look for another running back. If McCaffrey's healthy, he needs to play a sub—you know—a supporting role. Now they cannot lean on you. Um, so I, I believe that they need to move forward and, and move forward and look for someone uh, that's going to be the future back for them that it's they just, can count on.
0: It's just crazy to me that we see this cycle that running backs go through and teams will just continuously decide to pay these guys. And then it comes back to bite them in the ass.
1: They're really good though. I mean, no, it, I know it's I know. it's a tough, it, it, it's tough. I mean, Derrick Henry was, you know, the, you know what do you get like 10 10 mil a year four years 40 million
0: i think so hold on let, me, do, let me double check and it's
1: just like that that is just blasphemy for a for a superstar player for a running back people are like oh he's getting paid too much and the sad to honest truth is is because of injury and because of how you know age hits you so hard um running backs just aren't aren't of that value
0: derrick henry four years 50 million dollars total guaranteed 25 and
1: a half which you know that seems that's just like that one's like borderline like you're getting what you paid for at least you know you didn't overpay but you didn't underpay
0: i guess he has a potential out um uh, uh in 2022
1: but regardless they gotta move forward john the panthers need to find a running back of the future yeah i i and would if, agree and if mccaffrey's around it's a plus if he's not you didn't rely on him
0: They got to find a running back of the future and a quarterback of the future. They got a lot to figure out.
1: Start with the quarterback.
0: (laughs) All right. Fourth down, Tyler. Uh, We'll end on another injury note. Uh, Aaron Rodgers said on the Pat McAfee show yesterday on Aaron Rodgers Tuesday, he is hoping to avoid surgery during the bye week. But if it were to happen, if he were to have any sort of surgery at all for this fractured toe, uh it would be minor and uh he wouldn't miss any time he basically said he could have surgery on like monday or tuesday and play on that sunday now i'm not a doctor or an athlete but i've never heard of a surgery where you can come back from surgery that quickly but i also don't consult with aaron Rodgers doctors so yeah I mean, I mean if it's a really <laughs> if it's
1: a really small incision because i mean you're talking heel time yeah if it's a really small incision maybe you know it's toes so there it's small in, in general uh but that still seems like a stretch and it, and it still seems like it would be something that would bother you yeah or, or like reopen if you played with it right and i mean and toes are toes are debilitating you know it, it's weird how much a hurt toe can affect your play
0: well you have to walk completely differently think about how like when you're pushing off on your foot when you're running jumping whatever
1: the good news is is if you take like a numbing shot you don't it doesn't necessarily hurt your athleticism a ton well if you, it's just about getting through the pain
0: he says he did take a numbing shot before the game against the rams and yeah so
1: i think i think ultimately it's not going to affect someone like rogers because he'll be able to play through the pain that's that's all it's going to be is can you play through it
0: yeah but i mean this is definitely something the packers are gonna have to monitor during the stretch run and yeah. all of that but i mean it's it's aaron Rodgers. he he'll be fine
1: it's playing in the cold weather though that definitely doesn't help it out any
0: yep all right tyler that that was it for uh our first four downs and uh we are going to move on now to uh the part of the show that i know you were not looking forward yeah. to the hometown yeah. headlines nah,
1: it's a, it's been a tough it's been a tough go of it
0: yes so first we'll we'll talk about the seahawks they got the san francisco 49ers coming to town this week the niners they're six and five the seahawks they're three and eight the 49ers they're coming off a win over the vikings in dramatic fashion it was a pretty back and forth game that game and uh the seahawks they're coming off that disappointing loss on monday night football to the washington football team and i mean
1: yeah Two two tough losses, yeah, um, in a row since we last talked. I mean, it's been a tough season in general. But uh, you know, losing at home to Cole McCoy and the Cardinals, then then this was just this game against Washington was awful. Those the, in the second half, the offense was just atrocious. Just three and out, three and out. I mean, these are this is things where it's not like where I mean Russell Wilson is out there tyler's out there dk is out there but you know and they're just not getting it down they're not moving the chains it why just weren't they throwing you, the ball to it, dk it just showed i mean who knows what, he didn't get a target the whole first half uh you don't know if that's on purpose it just played out that way i mean the offense did horrible a- and the time of possession was was two-thirds in favor of washington that's like what so it was in the green bay
0: uh rams we, game
1: we weren't we weren't on the field very often when we were we we were we had no rhythm so this is this has been a tough year um but we still have a good group of stars to build around in the future i still believe in the coach and the gm um, the quarterback some of the supporting stars of the quarterback uh moving forward so really i just think you know keep playing competitive football the rest of this year win as many games as you as you can because we don't have a first round pick so no need to tank find find some players for next year uh try to build off of some things that uh that you can do on this on this last little run and and, and kind of try to bring that momentum into this next year season
0: yeah i mean it's it's been a, a tough year for for the seahawks obviously when Russ went th- down that uh, obviously th- changed everything it,
1: it it did it did and but we've lost a lot of games we should have won with russ we lost games we should have won with gino um i think you know one of my biggest concerns with this football team is is russell needs a a strong running game so i think that if i was in that seahawks you know um run office i'm looking to improve the running game next year we go and we fire schottenheimer who um threw up the most points in the league last year was also a great running um he's gone um it's been it's been a struggle on offense since he's been gone so i think we need to to work on that that would be like at the at the front
0: do you think pete carroll should be fired no
1: definitely not okay uh i just know there's a bunch yeah. of seahawks fans
0: that think he should no be.
1: no that's crazy it, it's it's we've had 10 years 10 years of winning seasons we've had nine out of 10 playoff appearances in those last 10 years russell wilson went down this was a tough season i mean russell wilson went down chris carson went down um i think it's just it's just you know an off year and we come back next year we're still we're still a threat
0: is it too early to ask if russell wilson will be on the team next year
1: no i don't think it's too early to ask because i think there's no way he's not on the team i think that's not (laughs) russ john and pete john schneider the dm Pete carroll head coach russell bobby wagner middle linebacker tyler and dk a couple improvements and we're right back in it we've got a we've got a good squad we have got a good core for our franchise we're one of those franchises now that i think is better than our players you know people want to come play for seattle
0: okay all right um real quick while you were uh, talking about the seattle seahawks tyler i had to look at my phone real quick because i saw a notification um according to john Heyman, uh annette insider that works for MLB network the MLB owners uh excuse me major league baseball's owners you don't you're not supposed to call it the MLB cuz you don't say the major league baseball it's just major league baseball major league baseball's owners uh vote to unanimously institute a lockout uh it is expected to begin tomorrow uh, so Thursday December 2nd uh the baseball players will be locked out uh, By their team owners uh it's unclear what time it's supposed to start um the current collective bargaining agreement expires at midnight tonight uh so 9 p.m here on the west coast so in just about um, 48 minutes the basically the uh lockout in major league baseball will start um first lockout in major league baseball since
1: 1994.
0: so this sucks i hate when this yeah, in yeah
1: no no it's tough it's a tough business all uh, right you got a lot of money thrown around in those collective bargaining agreements
0: yes so sorry billion
1: had, dollar deals
0: had to yeah i mean hey it's billionaires fighting with millionaires it's the perfect way to describe what collective bargaining negotiations are um billionaires fighting with millionaires so i uh, just had to break that news real no, quick.
1: no that's crazy
0: yeah um all right for me uh to wrap it up in the hometown headlines. The Jacksonville Jaguars at two and nine. They are coming here to Los Angeles to take on the Rams, who are seven and four. We talked ad nauseum about uh the Rams coming off three sta- straight losses tonight. Um, so I mean, if they lose to the Jaguars, then this team has a lot bigger issues than I thought. Um the Jaguars, they're coming off a loss to it's a good the-
1: opportunity to get going though.
0: Oh perfect opportunity to get going yeah
1: yeah it could really you know they could really actually be a turning point yeah no i mean
0: this is this is the game where they need to come out get
1: some touchdowns for these guys get a dub i'm expecting
0: 35 to 40 points hung on the board okay hello yes bet
1: the over people
0: that's what i want uh the jaguars they're coming off a loss to the atlanta falcons there are rumors urban meyer might take the notre dame job um but i don't know how serious they are Um, but like I said, I mean this is just not up for debate to me. I mean, this is a must win for the Rams. They they have to win this game.
1: They they do just for the sake of uh they're coming off of a three game skid. Now, if they were coming off a win streak, it wouldn't be so dire. Yeah, they haven't they haven't won in a month. But you can't yeah, you can't you can't (laughs) drop to a bad team after that kind of stretch. Yeah. It'll only it'll only compound the fracture.
0: Yeah. So all right, Tyler, you got you got anything else before we get out of here? You got a shout out?
1: no no uh no i'm good okay well yeah unfortunately i have uh i feel like i did and now now it's escaping me
0: we'll save it for the nba yeah. episode you might remember because uh, unfortunately i have to to break some sad news not really break us uh, this, this happened a few days ago Uh but i just i, I want to express my condolences to the family of otis anderson jr he was uh, formerly a member of the rams organization tyler i don't know if you heard about this uh, he started the season on the practice squad and went through all of training camp with the team I'm not, I don't I don't think he was with the team uh, when this happened um, but otis was shot and killed by his father allegedly uh, according to reports they got in a fight because otis's girlfriend's dog bit his father otis senior and then otis senior shot and shot otis jr after a fight ensued after the dog bit. His dad and so the the dad Damn. yeah the dad got angry and shot his son. So it's uh just a, a very sad situation and uh, I just I wanted to express my deepest condolences to the family. I mean, all of Ram's Twitter was in a state of shock when the news broke. Everyone was just like, this guy literally was like just in training camp and on the practice squad. Yeah, and, yeah, no, I mean, all big of that.
1: And, big time name.
0: Yeah, so it's it was um it's a just a sad sad situation and so i just wanted to, to bring that yeah. to light uh real quick and uh, express my condolences to the family so yeah i mean we're about to uh stop this episode and uh, record our nba episode so uh, make sure you go check that out but with that with that that wraps up episode 222 of the tsk show for tyler patrolki i'm eric the duke of sports scholar be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you decide to listen to the Sports Kingdom Show so you can stay up to date on the newest episodes of the show. Don't forget to follow at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow us at The Duke of Sports and at Tyler Pacholke. We appreciate you all so much for listening to us. Stay tuned for the next episode of The Sports Kingdom Show. Peace.